So I have a newly discovered friend. There's an old man in the 80s. I've mentioned him once before. I just discovered him through a book that he wrote called Synchronicity, which I thought was so close to the MS that I had to speak to him. And I tracked him down and found him, and, and we've got into quite an interesting relationship. He um, developed the idea together with others of what's now called the U-theory. There's a professor from, from MIT called Otto Sharma who's taken the theory further and popularized at the U theory where the idea is you've got to separate from the past to be open to the future. And he's talking there particularly about being able to intuit the future, to be able to feel the future coming, to be able to be to be a chacham in other words, as the Mishnah says, one of the, the capacities you have to develop is the ability to separate from the past. And that's the idea of the U theory. The U is the one side is the past, and then you've got that middle part, which is the present, which is neither past nor future. And then you can open yourself to the up part. of and They've got a whole diagram that works it out. Um, and, and here in the, in the sugya today, we have the lomdis behind, behind that theory. And it's an important thing. It's not only being able to intuit the future and being a chacham. It's just being open to the future. The separating from the past is a preconditioning to be it's a condition to be opening to the future. Uh, you can't be looking for a new job if you're still attached to the old job. Uh, you, you've got to kind of leave it. You can't make a successful aliyah if your mind is still in America or in South Africa or in France or, where, or wherever you're from, or even the UK. Um, you, can't, you can't make a successful aliyah unless you've left that behind. And you've separated from it, and now you're open for the, to the future. If you're hankering after it, you can't do that. Uh, a person who goes through a divorce can't get into a new relationship if they're still attached to the old relationships. There has to be separation. And, and these concepts, we'll see how far we can get. They're kind of three different shittas I want to take you through. The one is in the Gemara itself, the, the second is in the Ritva, and the third is in, uh, in the Tosfus, uh, Rabbi Nesimcha and uh, Maharam Rottenberg. The Tosfus on, on Yuma is almost all Maharam Rottenberg, which is really very interesting. So the Gemara deals with the following. We have a posik in, in Pashas Tzav. Eish tamid tu kadal There must always be a fire on the Mizbech. It may never be extinguished. Says the Gemara, but it's a case where you can be, you can extinguish it. Uh, we've we've learned that you take the coals for the machta. That's going to be the pan that's used for the ktoret in the hechal. So we learned yesterday, you don't light a fire in the hechal. You take fire from the mizbeach into the hechal. So if you've separated those coals to take them into the mizbeach, into the hechal. Or you've separated coals, this week's parasha, you've separated coals from which to light the menorah, also in the hechal. So in the hechal, no igniting. We learned that well yesterday. So the coals are already ignited. They come from the Mizbeach HaChitza. Uh, you've separated these coals, and now you extinguish them. Are you Chayev or are you Potter for that? Is that an Isidor Isa? And on that we have a Machlokas, Abayu says Chayev and Rovu says Potter. Then the two versions of the Gemara, the second version is, which we go to the Halokha, is that um, <coughs> we're talking about it's still on the Mizbech, on top of the Mizbech. You've separated it for that purpose. Abaya says you're chayev because this is Esh Mizbech. This is still the fire of the Mizbech. It's fire on the Mizbech. You've separated, but it's still on the Mizbech. Rovas says, Potu, Kivan Denitka Nitka, you've separated it from the Ma'arachat. It's no longer part of the, of the pile of the wool. It's been, of the wood. It's been separated. So already we see is can physical, is physical separation, can you have separation when you're physically still there? 
So here we're talking about the physical boundaries, like all the Mahmudim, this could be an hour shear or, or a series of three one-hour shearim on, on the concept of separation. But let's just touch on the ideas. So if you're separating, you're in the place still. So we know like with, with divorce, for example, there are halachas, not to, not to live in the same place, for sure. We had a case of that in Sochim, I think it was, um, and, and the, uh, not to live in the same city even. So physical, geographical region makes separation hard. And we have here, we see a machlokis abai and rova with the coals on the mizbeach. Um, so that's not the issue. And then Rav Nachman says in the name of Rabbi Baravua, we have a, a statement of Rabbi Baravua, Hamorid gachelet melgabi ha-mizbeach v'kaba. If you take a coal off the mizbeach onto the floor of, of the azara, and there you extinguish it, says, says Rabbi Baravua, you chayev, that's, that's an isidor raisa. Come on, look, Kabaya, look her over. That's, how does that work? That's already off the Mizbech. Says the Gemara, Hatam lo intik le mitzvata, hacha intik le mitzvata. So here we have another idea. The idea is whether or not it has already been dedicated to the next mitzvah. If you've taken the coals aside to, for the purpose of the next mitzvah, lighting the menorah or for the, for the keturis, then you've separated it from the first one. But if it's just on the floor, and, and you haven't yet dedicated it for use in the next mitzvah, then it's still attached to the earlier one. So again, using our metaphor of attachment and separation, what's the idea here? That sometimes you've got to separate before you can attach to something new. But sometimes you have to attach to something new before you can separate. Sometimes it's very hard to be in a vacuum just to separate from the past. Sometimes you've got to get into the new, and then you're so involved in the new and dedicated to the new that you can let go of the past. So we see two, and it's important to clarify that in one's mind. What do I need to be doing in this particular circumstance? Is this a situation where I have to separate from the past, which could mean physical separation, or do I need to first attach myself to a new purpose, to a new direction? Do I define myself from where I've come from or from where I'm going to? And if I'm going to something new, then, then that helps. So you might have somebody who says, I can't detach from the United States. I love it here. I love it. can't imagine myself going to Israel. And then they go, and it's wonderful, and they love it. What, what happened? Once they got there, they were able to detach. So sometimes you need to detach before you can attach, and sometimes you need to attach before you can detach. So, again, divorce is one example where you've got to detach before you can attach. But if you're a confirmed bachelor... You've got to detach, you, you've got to sometimes attach before you detach. person gets married and it's not so bad, it's actually very nice. Then he can detach from his bachelorhood fantasies. Uh, but until then he remains attached. It's just life is like that. Sometimes you have to detach first in order to attach, and sometimes you can attach in order to detach. Um, and the Rambam brings that lahalacha and, and that principle, Once it's dedicated to the next mitzvah, it's no longer Eisha Mizbeach, even if it's on the Mizbeach. Once your mind is, is dedicated to the next thing, you're not there anymore. You can still be in America or in South Africa or in England, but you've got your papers and your mind is already in Israel and you've bought your apartment and your, and your goods have gone and you're still there, but you're not there. Where you are is also a function of what you're dedicated to. Once the coals have been dedicated to the next mitzvah, they're no longer attached to the Mizbeach, even if geographically they're on the Mizbeach. And that's how the Rambam Paskins La'aloche. Then there's an amazing ritvo, which takes us into the next concept. And the ritvo brings a, um, a, a Gemara that even afilu horidame ala Mizbeach v'chaba loke, aval eish machta eish, uh, sorry, uh, where he says, 
he brings Tosfus's cash in. Tosfus asks, the Ritvo is very interesting, because the Ritvo is a Talmud of the Ra'o and the Rashbo. The Ra'o and the Rashbo are both Talmudim of the Ramban. We learned about the Ramban a couple of days ago, and the Ramban is, is influenced by, by the Rif school. The Rif established the, the, the yeshiva in Sfarad, and the Ramban built that whole school of the Ramban, which includes the Rashbo, the Ra'o, and their Talmud is the Ritvo. But the Ritvo is interesting because although the Ramban and his school has a lot of difficulty with the Rambam's approach, with his worldview, the Ritvo integrates them. He's able to integrate the Ramban and the, and the, and the Rambam, two different worldviews, both from a Kabbalah perspective and from a Halacha perspective. And he finds the way to keep them separate but integrate them. Uh, so the Ritvo is, is incredibly important. Also, in addition to being influenced by the Yeshiva of the Rif in Spain, the Ritvo is also... Influenced by the Ballet Tosfus. And we see here, he brings, he brings the Tosfus, the Tosfus of France. So he's this very integrated person. That's why the Ritvo is so key. And the Beis Yosef uses the Ritvo a lot. It's part of the, you know, we talked about the fact that one has to select who your sources are. You don't just cut and paste from anybody. The Ritvo is a classical source that the, the Beis Yosef constantly uses. The Ritvo is foundational. And part of the reason he's so foundational is because he does integrate these different flows and schools of thought. And the Ritvo says there's a difference. Um, we've, we've learned in the Tosfus, the Tosfus says we've learned that if coals kind of pop off the Mizbech, they kind of explode, they pop while they're burning, and they go onto the ground, they no longer have Kedushah. And so he asked, Tosfus asked, How can Rabbi, Rabbi Baravu say that even if the coals are on the floor, you can still be chayav of lotichbeh, that you're not allowed to extinguish them, but the Gemara says they no longer have any sanctity. You can't, you can't do mila. They're on the ground. They're off the Mizbech. So you see, mere geographical separation is enough to separate them. Says the, the Ritvo, no, there's a difference between pak'u me'elehem and if they pop off the Mizbech, then we say, The Mizbech rejected them, and they've lost their Kedusha. But if a person moves them from one place to another, then we've got to look at the intention of the person. There's a difference when something happens as an act of God, and when something happens by choice. When something happens by choice, even if it's not your choice, it's somebody else's choice, then it now depends. If it's by choice, now comes the question. Are you attaching it to something new or are you not attaching it to something new? Is it physically attached or is it not physically attached? So then you've got to look at it in terms of what is the intention of the human being. But sometimes separation is forced. Sometimes you have, a person is forced to emigrate. There's a, there's a pogrom and you've got to emigrate. You've got to go. Uh, there's an earthquake and your, and your town is destroyed. When these things happen, separation happens without, you don't have to worry about intention. You separate it because there's an, in, an irreversible event has taken place. And the irreversible is actually the third idea, which we don't have time to do. Maybe we'll do a Tuesday shear on, on this Tosos because it's so beautiful. Um, there's, there's a third view that it depends whether they could still be put back on the Mizbeach or they can no longer be put back on the Mizbeach. So there are three principles when it comes to separation. The one is... Uh, and it's three principles apart from geography, just where you are physically. The one is, are you attached to something new, or are you only trying to detach from the past, but you're not yet attached to something new? The second one is the, the ritvo. Are you detached because of an act of God? You have been expelled, or have you chosen to make a change in your life? When you've been expelled, it's easy to get detached. It's overs. 
when you've made the choice, you keep on second guessing. Have I made the right choice? And am I committed to the choice? Am I not? That's more difficult. There you have to be attached to something else. And then the third one in the, in the Tosfus, uh, we have the idea of, of permanence. Uh, is, is it retrievable? Can these ashes still be put back on the Mizbeach? In which case they still have attachment. If because halachically they can no longer be put back onto the Mizbeach, then they're no longer attached because the, the separation is irreversible. So those are three things and perhaps some time in a, in a Pashashir. By the way, tonight is Pashashir time for men and women here in the Koilil meeting and, and refreshments. Are we having refreshments tonight? You know? And how? Great. At 8.15, meeting and refreshments. At 8.45, we'll have the shear. Uh, and perhaps we'll do sometime a partial shear on, on separation, on what, on what these principles of separation are.